as we can see, Jesus' words still ring true 2,000 years later. The world is still rejecting his gospel and his truth. And that's the way it will always be. You know, so sometimes people can get upset when they can say, well, the culture is so strong against the gospel. Well, who, who even says in the first place that we have a monopoly over the culture or that the Christians should be the ones to govern the world? Actually, the, what we see is that the more powerful the Christian, the Catholic Church becomes, the more corrupt she becomes. And yet the more persecution that happens, the more purified her members become because they come to Jesus Christ with pure intention. What really determines our love for Christ is truth. Jesus identifies himself with the truth. And we all know that when you love somebody, more and more you, you begin to assimilate who they are. Even you see this in married couples. Like they even have studied them biologically. People who have been married for 20, 30, 40 years, they even start to look like each other. They act the same way. You know, and so the more we spend time with Christ, the more we fall in love with Jesus Christ, we assimilate his truth in such a way that we're not afraid to stand out from other people who don't accept it even when it's our mother, father, brother, or sister. And those are sometimes the hardest relationships we all have to deal with when they're not in line with the truths of Jesus Christ. And this woman, I was reading about this little girl, Anna Wang, one of the martyrs that we're celebrating today. And she was killed when she was about 13, 14 years old. You know, but even as early as seven years old, she refused to get married told her parents that she wanted to dedicate herself completely to Christ. So she already had in her mind this ideal of, I want to be all for the Lord. But that really took place in her grasping the truth, being unwilling to sacrifice the truth of Jesus Christ, even when her life was threatened at 11 years old. And her dying words, when they were taking away many people to be killed, she could have stayed in this uh, school where she was hiding. But she yelled out, I want to be a Catholic. I want to follow Jesus Christ. I am a follower of Jesus Christ. And because of that, they came back and they took her and at such a young age put her to death. I was once talking with a parishioner who said to me, I was my early years of priesthood, so like two years ago or so, and uh, she said something that just it really hurt me at the, at the moment. She goes, you know, when I was young, I had a lot of high ideals about Jesus Christ too. But when you grow up, you start to see that God's so much bigger and his love is so great. And then you see that, you know, everything's just, every, every path leads to God. He's so much bigger than our ideas. What I thought, what an affront to the martyrs. What an affront to those who have sacrificed everything that they own, even their very lives, the love of their family, in order to stay true to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Our goal in life is to remain like children in that purity of love, to truly hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, his truth, and be willing to give up everything, every day of our lives for that truth and for that person. And that's not something that can come with an ideology. Just like these are all the truths of the faith, I adhere to it. That doesn't make a Christian. What makes a Christian is a deep, profound love for the person of Jesus Christ. And in that love, that personal relationship, 
we assimilate everything he is and that brings with it persecution. The greatest, greatest example, the martyrs, the reason that we're supposed to always have relics of martyrs in the altars of every mass that is celebrated is to say that they expressed Jesus Christ to the fullness in their own body. Just as the word became flesh, truth became flesh in Jesus Christ and was put to death for our salvation because it was a truth that was rejected. So the martyrs were the ones who assimilated Jesus Christ so much in their own being that the world could not take them and put them to death in the same way they did to Jesus Christ. So we, sacrifice, we, we offer the sacrifice of the mass on those very relics so that we who receive the body and blood of Jesus Christ into our own bodies will go out into this world and never be afraid to proclaim the truth of Jesus Christ, regardless of what the consequences may be. And it's always through that, for a self-giving love, it's never the final word, our death. It always leads to the resurrection of not only our souls, but all the souls that we can touch by our pro proclamation of the truth in a world that needs it so much right now.